two, one. It's Radio Free Toteg, and that countdown was the cool intro I thought of this week. My name's John. <laughs> I'm Arthur. Arthur is stunned by my talents. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Very yeah. good. Very good. Is yeah, that right? coming in with this? Uh, coming in with this mathematical entrance. Uh, Arthur, how are you doing this oh. week? How's, how's Destroyed Dick December treating you? Okay, I, I was hoping you'd ask, because it's day four, and I'm looking yeah. strong. All right, what are you, what are you at as of uh, eight your time? That as, of, as of 8 p.m., I'm two for the day, which means i got to get two more in before the end of the night. Ooh, that's kind of down to the wire, partner. We're going to finish this at about nine your time. No, you got three, three hours three to hours? twice. That's, that's nothing. That's literally nothing to me. <laughs> All right. See, well, I've been, uh, been kind of gaming the system because after midnight, I've been having a time or two uh, to lead into the next day is how I've been handling that. Oh, I got you. So it's in between waking up and going to bed? That's right. Okay. Well, God fucking damn it. Pick is attacking this box again. We need to, we need to pause this. Picky! I'm just going to put it up. Fuck. That's so loud. Is this what being a father is like? I hope Dono knows I'm keeping this all on the show. Did you leave your recorder running? I did. All right, cool. Because it's all staying in the show. I told the listeners that it's all that's sticking around. Oh, they can't stand the show. It's happened. It's too late. I've already made Pickle, the decision. Pickle hates boxes. She's not like the normal cat that climbs into it, but she's just been knocking this fucking box all around the apartment, chewing on it. She's having a great time. What size box are we talking about here? Uh, Probably the size of a cat. Word? Yeah, like a pretty fair point of comparison. You think she's, she thinks it is a cat. Yeah, you think she's threatened by this box? It could be. It's a pretty pretty cute box, but uh, not as cute as, as a little picky. Uh, well, in a complete tangent to that, but something I wanted to talk about before Picky so rudely interrupted, Arthur, um, I got a habit typically before bed of kind of reading random Wikipedia articles to wind down for the night, and uh, I go through a lot of stuff, and so I thought I'd just read you some of the highlights from this past week, and I say highlights because there's at least 100 articles that I've clicked through, and I'm not going to read all of them, so here are some highlights. This is in reverse order. Okay. We have the Tiger One Tank, Henry Kissinger, Affliction Clothing, <laughs> the movie The Lobster. Did you, did Northrop. you, are you looking into Affliction Clothing because of the most recent episode of Chapo Trap House? Yes. Yes. Oh, nice. Nice fucking call. They were talking yeah. about it. Uh, Northrop F5 Jet, Areca Nut, Italian is, Spider-Man. I'm going to stop you every now and again. What is Areca Nut? <laughs> It's a nut that people in Southeast Asia chew on for some sort of stimulant effect. Um, I'm forgetting what the battle is the other word for it. Hmm. I saw it come up somewhere online, and I remember reading it. It was really fucking bad for you, Saz. Okay. Checking that out. That's fascinating. Supposed to taste awful. TM Landry College Preparatory. Water Spout. Great Salt Lake. Hypospadius. Romstein. The movie The Grinch. Can we run back yik, a second? Yik. What is hypospadias? Yes. That is a condition where when you're born, you uh, 
instead of the hole on your penis coming out at the tip, it comes out like somewhere in the shaft. Oh, and you have to you have to fix it up. Yeah, reading about that because uh, I was born with that shit. No was, shit. Yeah, yeah. So I got some uh, got some rad scars from that one. You could have came weird, and that would have been cool. Yeah, dude. Like surprise, it's coming out the side. <laughs> All right, only a couple more in this past okay. week. Rammstein, The Grinch Movie, Yik Yak, Asphalt Concrete, Blanket Octopus, Common Blanket Octopus, All right. okay. and Frankie Munoz. <laughs> what is a blanket octopus? <laughs> That's an octopus, and instead of just tentacles going everywhere, it's got like a, what would you, like a webbing between the tentacles. It looks kind of like a blanket. Pretty wild okay. stuff. That's right. Yeah, so that's the sort of shit I uh, I read about before I go to bed, and uh, that's why I'm pretty fucking good at trivia, actually. Wow. So there you go. Great segment, huh? <laughs> I love it, actually. <laughs> Especially, like, I really enjoyed getting to break in and being like, excuse me, what? That was fun. That was a good quiz for me, too, because I do wonder how much information I actually retain from this shit. But, uh... Yeah, at least I had enough to describe what it was. You got to do Arth- a thing. I want to do a thing. Yes. Our next little beginning segment, uh, Arthur, you say you have a haiku for us. I do. Um, it's funny. I was looking for a specific Google document, and then I just started scrolling through my Google Docs and found uh, a haiku that I wrote on March 3rd of 2014. This is a four-year-old haiku. Okay. And I'm not going to... Eh. I'm just going to let you, I'm just going to let it wash over you, you know? Okay. I'm going to let you Let's feel this. I'm going to let you feel this. It is just like when I would weep into your back and pray you would wake. Jesus. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's heavy. That's and heavy as hell. Not, honestly, not bad. Yeah. You thanks. remember the context for this? Um, I'm not sure what it was just like, but uh, in... One of my long relationships, I was uh, battling depression pretty mightily, uh, and I used to, I used to be the big spoon. That was my role in the in in the bed during sleep time. Big and, spoon, <laughs> big spoon, and I would be just like emotionally devastated, and I would cry at night into her back, and just like wish she would wake up. And like, no, I was crying, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't intentionally wake her. I hear that. I, I know that feeling of being depressed sometimes. And you're like, you, you want somebody to notice and like help at the same time that you don't want people to know about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's absolutely uh, where I was. I, I get that feeling pretty strongly. I thought that was pretty well written. That Thanks. was uh, that was solid. Uh, also, coincidentally, that's where the phrase wetback comes from. <laughs> Each and every migrant worker, I spoon them at night and weep into their back, there, praying that they would wake up. There we go. Yeah, that's Arthur's, uh, that's Arthur's community service. <laughs> All right, we're out of our beginning segments, and the street sweeper has finally rolled past. I don't know how loud that was, but it was loud to me. Mm-hmm. Uh but luckily it's over, and uh, it's question time. So Arthur, why don't you hit us with this first Reddit, first Reddit question. Okay, here it come. My 21F boyfriend, 21M, gave me a saucepan for our second 
year anniversary. I recently posted about feeling lost slash like I was falling out of love with my current relationship of two years. We recently celebrated our anniversary a week ago, and at that time, my boyfriend didn't have a gift for me. That's fine. It's in the mail, he said, so I wasn't pressed. We went out to a nice dinner, which we split the bill on, and had a lovely evening. He dropped off a box at our apartment and said I could open it as it was my anniversary gift. I was excited because I had been telling him about the new Fenty lipsticks and was hoping that he got me one for our anniversary. I had sent him screenshots of the colors I liked and everything. It's a saucepan. A cheap, two-quart saucepan from Kohl's. He has a habit of leaving burners on on the stove and had ruined one of my pots accidentally burning rice to the bottom of it earlier this year. I asked him to replace it and he said he would. I just didn't expect it to be my anniversary gift. I'm a little upset because I splurged and got him a massage around $100 at a nice spa near our house because he has a significant, um, has a lot of significant problems with his back. We make about the same amount of money and he knows that $100 is not insignificant. Am I justified being upset? Should I talk to him about it? TLDR, boyfriend, quote unquote, gifts me a saucepan one week late for a two year anniversary to replace one he would ruined. And that is posted by hashtag Pweb. 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 Hey, here's a gift. Uh, it's our anniversary. Oh, is it the lipstick? Uh, I think you're going to be surprised because actually it's pan. <laughs> pan. Check it out. Check it out. I fucking ruined something you own, and now I'm taking a gift, something that's supposed to be like a thoughtful. Like, and I understand how maybe he would think this was thoughtful, but you done you done fucked up, boyfriend. Yeah, this dude mixed up. uh, Like, it would be a nice thing to get your partner a pan because you uh, ruined one of hers. That's like it'd be a good nice thing to do. And then he somehow put it together, like, oh. uh, Two fucking birds with one stone here. Yeah. This could be a gift for the anniversary. Here's too. here's how I'm gonna do gifts from now on. I'm gonna break something my SO owns <laughs> and then just buy her a replacement as a gift. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're very right to be upset here. This is yeah. just thoughtless and you know, kinda shitty. Worst part and... is he thinks he's fucking killing it. No, he definitely does. And like, oh, yeah, she needed a new one of those. Again, I, I think he's he was trying to do something nice, and he's kind of mixed up, you know, these two things. Maybe it was his thought press, process, you know, get two birds stoned at once here. But uh, no, this is – you're right to be upset, and this thoughtless is, is the word for this. So I would I would definitely talk to him about it and be like, I appreciate your placing that for me. What the hell? Like a gift is supposed to be something – you know, uh, it's it's something extra. It's just a nice thing. It's not, you know, a, doing a favor that would have been sweet to do. It's not a gift. No. So I, th- I think you do talk to him about it. Hey, babe. Um, so you gave me a replacement saucepan for our anniversary. And that simply isn't acceptable. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd I thought you'd love it on account of uh. Uh, I was cooking up uh, all that roast beef, that stewed roast beef, mm-hmm. uh, in the stew pot, and then I burned it. Uh, so I thought I'd give you another one so you can stew uh, some more roast beef. Yeah. Um, you're going to need to replace that in a timely fashion. 
And that's in addition to other things. It would be like, um, it would be like you get a speeding ticket. Sure. You know, you know what I'm saying? You get a speeding ticket. So you owe something to the city, right? And then when it comes time to donate to the FOP, the friends of the police, right? You just pay off your parking ticket. You're like your speeding ticket. Oh, and that's the and that's the do- so. What you're saying is, uh, I should be giving you two sauce pants. All right, I'll run down to Coles and grab another one, and everything will be even. Stevens, I love you so much, babe. We're gonna be able to stew twice as much roast beef now. I think some people maybe just suck at gift giving. Is another issue here. That is, I'm somebody who's kind of bad about that. Yeah, I and suck. I definitely see how he, he could have latched onto. Oh, holy shit! Like this is perfect. She needs this. I don't think this is necessarily. Uh, you know, it was him being shitty intentionally. But again, I think it's definitely thoughtless. And I would just let him know that so he doesn't, you know, he doesn't do this shit again. <laughs> uh, one of the uh, rules that I learned for gift giving to a woman is nothing that plugs in. It's one of the things really? my parents taught me. Nothing that plugs in. But I think that that doesn't, uh, that isn't necessarily applicable to our generation. For example, if I got my SO, uh, Say an Xbox One, she might be like, "Oh shit! Now I can play those games I haven't been able to play." Yeah, that's that's not so. But I, I guess I feel that saying in terms of uh, like a, a utility, an, an appliance. Oftentimes, I don't think that's the best gift, and it certainly doesn't have much romantic connotation to it. Although I don't know, maybe you know she's a big cook, and you got her like a nice mixer or something. That's something, but. A saucepan, even if it wasn't in this situation, that is just so run-of-the-mill. Oh, great. It's not really, yeah, there's you, no excitement there. You purchased me a tool. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Got you a double pack of uh, duct tape. <laughs> I hope you're stoked. Depending Definitely on- talk to him about it. Don't, don't, make sure he doesn't think you're stoked about this. I guess say you appreciate him replacing this, but not good as a gift. Because if he thinks he's doing something good, you're just going to be drowning in saucepans, uh, you know, if you if you last another 10 years. So here's what you do. Uh, you tell him, man, that sucked. Thanks for replacing my saucepan, but that wasn't that wasn't a gift. That was you replaced a thing that you broke of mine. Um, how about we try this dinner thing again on you this time? Yeah, I, th- I think he'll be receptive to it, too, because, as I said, this just seems more like thoughtlessness. I just definitely articulate you appreciate the replacement aspect and don't, you know, I, I just wouldn't try to make him feel defensive about this. But For if he sure. does get defensive, then, you know, then be like, fuck you, dude. This is how do you not know that this is this is not a gift? Banana Pancake says, so you text him back and go, thanks for replacing the pot you burned. So when do I get my anniversary gift? Oh, brutal. Brutal. Spicy, but, spicy and good. But completely applicable and maybe not a bad way to go about it. Yeah, maybe not. All right. Uh, so that first one was from Reddit. And uh, we got some good news this week. We got three question box questions. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Make a statement. Asking all them questions. Asking all the questions. Why are you asking all the questions? Making statements. And uh, as you know, or if you don't know, our question box is an anonymous question box where you can submit your question to the show. We will read it and we will respond to it. Uh, you don't need to make an account. You can find the link either on our website in the sidebar 
or on our Instagram in the bio or somewhere on our Facebook page. I forgot how Facebook works. Anyways, we got three, and uh, we're going to be doing this as a special block, so here we go. Uh, Oh, boy. Number one, I recently saw my cat's penis for the first time since adopting him 16 months ago. He was bathing himself on the couch next to me and got a little boner, and after investigating, I realized the pink stump wasn't something wrong. It was instead my cat's erection. I don't know how to process this going forward. I feel our relationship has been affected by this, and I need advice for how to work through this. Where do we go from here? Your cat is a sexual being. You know, mammals tend to have a sexuality, right? It's true. It's true. And uh, I think you just got to be comfortable with it. You know, you can't expect an animal to have decorum about their sexuality. He's going (laughs) to, you know, he licks his dick, and uh, he's like, oh, man, that feels fucking marvelous and he gets a little he gets a little boned up and uh i think you just deal with it i don't think you have to engage with your cat while it's aroused no (laughs) yeah i remember my my dog would get that as a kid when i was like you know young enough that that the concept of a penis in general was very much like i was like oh god not only does the dog have a penis but it's not the little you know skin pouch thing it's this horrific pink slug that's hanging out. And I was just like, oh, God. So, yeah, maybe just maybe just get a little distance so you don't actually go in for a pet and then bump your hand against the slimy fucking cat red rocket because then you're really going to be traumatized. But no, this, your fucking animals are going to do this. Cats fucking shit, step in it, and then lick the shit off of their paws. Yep. They're like low-key, pretty fucking gross animals, but they're also really sweet. You just got to see past the grossness. Just don't engage with the fucking animal when it's aroused. Uh, let them let that be a special time for them to lick their genitals, and uh, I don't know, be jealous. Yeah, be jealous yeah. that they can pull that off. <laughs> yeah, or get it a little, you know, a little cat, uh, some Mormon underwear, but for cats. You know what I mean? Like the full body. You don't have to look at anything, and. Uh, your cat will be pissed and probably leave, so this, this issue will be non-existent. Yeah. yeah. It's anything judging by picky, dude. I got our little harness with a leash because I was like, oh, like walk around the halls, take her out on the uh <laughs> I was thinking about like a harness. You know, like what a harness. Mean? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude. I got <laughs> like a fucking leather daddy harness for my cat. <laughs> now, it's like a little, they call it a kitty holster. Just looks kind of like one of those uh, one of those sweatshirts for dogs that you just kind sure. of like wrap around their torso when it's cold. So I'm like, okay, like this isn't gonna bother her. And she uh, she starts as soon as she puts it on, it's like she's drunk. Like she walks weirdly to the side, and then eventually we'll just plop over. So I was like, I'm gonna give her some treats. Maybe we can get her used to it. And she will immediately perk up, walk over like nothing's wrong, eat the treat, and then be like, Oh yeah, we're in this stupid vest. And then immediately fall fucking back over and, like, wobble <laughs> away. So, I gave up on that. She she clearly hates it. <sighs> I was paying attention. I just had to sneeze. All right. Well, hey, how about you pay attention to this next question and uh, hit us with that? Because we got a couple here that, uh, fortunately, are not about cat penises. All right. Let me give you a little uh, context. From this anonymous question box question context. I hooked up with a girlfriend of mine a while back. Nothing ever came of it. 
Neither of us were interested in a relationship. Here's where the question starts. She invited me to a Christmas party at her place, and it looks like her hot brother will also be going. Would it be shady for me to hook up with the hot brother? Hmm. Interesting. Okay, I assume they're using girlfriend just kind of like a like a friend. Yeah, term. like this I like I imagine this is some sort of bisexual person. Mm-hmm. And they hooked up with the lady. And nothing ever came of it because neither were interested in a relationship. And then the lady's hot brother is going to be there. And they're wondering yeah. if it would be okay to also fuck the hot brother. N- no. Like, probably not. <laughs> like, listen. You don't, you don't I, think so? Listen, I'm very sex positive. And, um, like lately I've been listening to polyamory podcasts. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get into the lifestyle. I'm trying to become as, uh, sex positive and lifestyle affirming as I possibly can. But I think this might be a bridge too far. Uh, especially, I don't, I don't know, man. especially was, without a conversation. If you talk to this person and you say, Hey, uh, I got the hots for your brother. Would it be okay with you? If I hooked up with your brother. Okay. I don't, I don't think that talking about it's a bad impulse. I was going to say, cause I was going to hard say no at the beginning because I thought this was an ex or something. And I'm like, that's, you know, that's potentially very no, weird. It's, it's somebody that they had sex with. I know, but it's, there's a difference between that and somebody you dated for a long time. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? There's definitely weirdness because this is your friend's brother here and you did hook up. Did I just, I don't think that's nearly as weird as it would be if you're in a relationship. I don't, I don't know. I think this very much depends on this friend of yours and kind of what your feelings towards how they would view that are. <laughs> but I think the safest bet for that or going with your idea, Arthur, if you, you know, if you really want to fuck this hot brother, you probably want to talk to your friend about it. Uh, you know, otherwise you might be, you might be risking that friendship. Because there's this idea that if you have sex with somebody and there's no strings attached, then there's, you don't owe them anything. Yeah. I don't think that that's I don't think that's how to be. I think that if you have sex with somebody, you owe them a conversation if you're going to put them in a potentially socially awkward situation. For example, Christmas party where their boyfriend shows up and you want to fuck their or not boyfriend, brother. Bleh. Their boyfriend. <sighs> <laughs> you almost had it. I'm stuck. Their brother shows up. And you want to fuck their brother? Like, there's nothing. There's nothing inherently wrong with wanting that, but there is something wrong, I think, with not having the conversation and with not being clear with your desires with the person that you've already given something to. I I feel that, and there's definitely you know a, a potential for awkwardness. So I, but I think I think talk to him. Again, I think this would depend a lot, though, on how close of a friend this is and kind of what their views and personality are. Like, I don't know, somebody you hooked up with, maybe they don't think that would be the biggest you know, biggest of deal, uh, but if you don't want to make this awkward or potentially fuck up this friendship, the only way to know that is to talk to them. So I'm with you on that, you know. Run up by them, say you think their brother's cute, see what they say, you know. Open, honest, communication. Can I come to this party and uh, peg your hot bro? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to peg your hot bro. Yeah, maybe put it in Christmas card form. 
Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thanks for the sex. Do you mind if I also... Or actually, just would it be shady for me to hook up with the hot brother? Just phrase it yep. exactly like you did in the question. Yep. Talk to him. I, that, that's the crux of it. Just just see. But definitely the potential for awkwardness, so yeah. be wary. Have a conversation. Don't try to fuck up their Christmas. Yeah, also also that. You know, you got to be worried about the potential jealousy or weirdness between her and her sibling, because ultimately you get to walk away from this no matter what, but they're fucking siblings. So that is, that is a big component. There's mm-hmm. potentially making some issues in a family relationship like that. Um, so that is that is a little unbalanced. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely talk to him. Don't just don't just fuck. Fuck this hot bro. This age bro. Don't, fuck, don't necessarily fuck the age bro. All right. Well, on to our third question. Uh, speaking of HB, hey boys, get it the same letters. Hey boys, I love you. I love you too. Thank you. You too, friendo. This one has some twists and turns, so I'll try to keep it short. A friend of mine called me last month and told me that she had gotten pregnant, didn't want to keep it, and asked me if I would take her to the clinic where she needed to go, uh, because she didn't think her guy at the time would take her. I agreed, but then I didn't hear anything else about it. Skip ahead to a few days ago, and she messaged me about hanging out and cooking something. I sent her a picture of a pot of chili that I was in the process of making, and she said she couldn't even look at anything with garlic in it since the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Since this is the first I'd heard about it since the phone call, I asked if she had already gone to the clinic. After we talked about it for a few minutes, she said, I was on birth control when this happened, so don't ask why I didn't use protection. Mm-hmm. I'm not stupid, and I know she's not stupid. When I asked her if she really thought that was the first thing I was going to say, she said that she had heard that from a lot of people she didn't expect to hear it from. I asked her not to blame me for other people's garbage opinions, and it became a whole argument, ending in me saying, can you just apologize so we can move on, and her simply replying with no. I definitely get that she wasn't in the best headspace at the time, but am I on the wrong here? TLDR, I think I just had a friend break up because I got blamed for other people's shortcomings by my stressed out friend. All right, let's try to tease this apart because I'm not sure 100% follow. Since the first I heard about it was a phone call, I asked her if she had already gone through the clinic. Yeah, it was a birth control when it happened, so don't ask why I didn't use protection. Can I, can I give you the rundown because I talked to the person who posted this? Okay, sure. So he's... Uh, very good friends of this person as he mentions in there she calls him asking him describing the situation and he offers to take her to the clinic he doesn't hear anything else about it um then he hits her up to hang out and she offhands mentions the pregnancy thing and he's like oh yeah what happened with with that more or less and she's like don't even everybody has been telling me that i've talked to has asked me why i didn't use protection so like don't even start with that i don't even think that was an issue What's you know what I mean? I don't even think that was at issue. Like, no, here's here's my read on it. She's talking to him on the phone. She keeps getting people asking her that, and she's fucking frustrated and in a shitty mind. Sure. And he doesn't bring that up at all, but that's the first thing that she says when he talks about it because she's just fucking pissed and tired of hearing about it. Okay. Well, then and he's what, like, yeah. Well, he's what like, he what the what the fuck? Why you know why would you assume that I would say that? Like, I'm your friend, and that was shitty of you to say that. And he wants her to apologize. And I think she's just fucking fed up at that point because she's trying to call you for advice and stuff. Then you get into this argument. So I think she's just fucking pissed and frustrated because that situation sucks. Yeah. Did I, 
you following that at all? Okay, I feel that. So I think, dear listener, that you kind of flew off the handle. I'm I'm with you. I uh, and that's hard to hear. And I'm sorry that that it's got to come from us. But I think that um, you could have exercised a little more patience in that moment. And if this uh, friendship is important to you, then you should apologize. I'm with you there. I think asking her for an apology probably threw her off because she's like, what the hell? I was just kind of venting my frustrations here. Yeah. I also get your perspective where if she brought this up, you're like, what the fuck? Like, why would you assume that? Yeah. But ultimately, I don't think that's what she's trying to say here. I think she's just trying to express, everybody keeps fucking asking me this shit. Oh, God, I don't want to hear it again. Not like I'm expecting you to say this, uh, but just that it, it, more venting of frustration than being like, I bet you're going to say this shit too. Yeah. So I think this is just her being frustrated. You possibly reading that is a little bit too much of an attack rather than just venting. And then it just kind of, you know, tangled up from there on account of she's in a fucking shitty situation. Like, that's rough. And I'm sure that sucks hearing that from people fucking constantly when you're already stressed what, out as is. What are you use protection? Because uh, yeah. the most common form of protection reduces stimulus. <laughs> Yeah, because people fucking make mistakes, yeah. and because uh, it's fucking irrelevant at this point. Like, don't Jesus Christ. So that's a really good point. Th- that at, at this point in the situation, the pregnancy is in full swing. Shit's going on in terms of uh, cellular division and growth. That yeah. question doesn't even <laughs> that doesn't even factor anymore. Oh God! Yeah, I'm in the hospital for breaking my leg. Uh, did you consider like looking where you were walking? Right. Did you consider exactly. not riding a motorcycle? Like you're, you're, that sort of comment is fucking useless. So I get that fucking frustration about having that. Yeah. Back back to uh, I'm with you here, Arthur. I think you go to here and you say, "Hey, I I'm sorry that I kind of started an argument. Not even necessarily started, but uh, I'm sorry that we got kind of on bad terms there." I mistook you saying that as kind of implying that I was going to say that, and that made me upset. But I know that you're stressed. I know you were coming to me for help, and so I'm sorry that I just gave you kind of extra stress here. And I think she will appreciate that. Yeah. And I think she'll probably apologize to you too, uh, you know, for for upsetting you. But ultimately, I just I wouldn't really worry about an apology because I don't think she did anything wrong here. She's in a shitty, yeah. frustrating situation, and I think you just kind of misunderstood her. There are times when a person can be excused for not doing exactly the right thing. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Or for tone or, you know, things like that that would normally be shitty. This is one of them. And I think that you should apologize and follow that up with, and what can I do to help? Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea, too. I also think that she... You know, I don't think this is a friendship breakup. I think once no. she calms down a little bit, and especially if you go to her with this, it, this is gonna it's gonna ride out just fine. I just that's how that happens sometimes. People are heated, and something that really it doesn't even exist or isn't a big deal gets tangled up into this issue. And then if you you know if you kind of both get stubborn on demanding an apology, you're like, but they need to say something. You're just gonna be in a shitty stalemate there, and that's that's not worth you know sacrificing a friendship over. Fuck especially a stalemate. Yeah, especially when their perspective here is is pretty understandable and sympathizable. If that's a if that's a word, I like so. that word. It's a good word. Yeah. So maybe give her a, give her a little space for a little bit, and then just bring that up. 
apologize. And I think she will too. And I think you guys will be all right. I love it. Yeah. And also good on you for offering to help her out. That was, that was very cool. You. Yes, definitely. And let her have some of that fucking chili. Yeah. Make, make some more chili. Especially if it has <laughs> peanut butter and pickles in it. She's going to be real into that. What? That's, I believe those both are common pregnancy cravings. Oh, got you. I thought you were alluding to some like secret Arthur chili recipe. <laughs> no. I mean, there's chocolate or whatever in Skyline chili, but uh, fucking peanut butter? No. Pickles? Uh, all right. I don't know. I could probably <laughs> fuck with a peanut butter pickle sandwich. I bet you. I bet you it'd be great. I do not know about that. Sweetness and brine. <laughs> One time I put cinnamon on some steak. Real good. Like, real yeah. good. Ah, I would be turned against that, but again, I think that's another one that's in Skyline's Chili, so hey, maybe. Hey. Maybe. Hey, beef and cinnamon? Mm. Mm-mm. Can't lose. All right, make her some pregnancy chili. Offer that as kind of a uh, an offering of forgiveness. So, some pickles, some peanut butter, and, uh, you know, maybe she's got pika, too, so just throw in some, like, metal screws or... Uh, <laughs> You know, metal shavings in there. Just just hit all those craving buttons. I believe that's pika, and yes. That's uh, not pika? Pika, you? I think it's, yeah, I think it's pika. That's disappointing. I always thought it was pika like the Pokemon, which I thought was hilarious, because I pictured <laughs> uh, a pregnant Pikachu eating, uh, you know, metal and sand and detritus. I'm going to get my mouth real close to the mic for this one. That's a fetish porn. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as I said the words pregnant Pikachu, I was like, oh boy. But the sentence had already left my mouth. Yep, and, you're really uh, onto something with pregnant Pikachu. Yeah. All right, reddit.com slash r slash pregnant Pikachu. That's where we go for our next question. Yep. Well, actually, why don't we do, why don't we do this one, this question? Uh, all right. Let me redirect that a little bit. Uh, we're going back to them. Them their Reddit questions. Uh, this question go like this. BF, me, 18M. Leather Daddy Charizard. <laughs> What's that about Mother Daddy Charizard? Me, Leather Daddy Charizard. Uh, just just stop me. Let's get, let's get back to <laughs> the <real> questions. <laughs> I want to explore Leather Daddy Charizard now. <laughs> God, I'm just seeing the image like he's got like the biker cap, you know? Yeah. Be killer. I feel like the the open flame around the leather harness, I don't know about the safety of uh of that. And if you put the flame out, I think they die. I think that's, that's right. how that works. We learned that in the Pokemon anime for sure. We did, so maybe not my best idea. And uh <laughs> All right, listener, I think we can do you a favor and stop talking about fetish Pokemon. Uh, can I change that's my new uh, PSN name. Play- Leather Daddy Charizard? Exactly. PlayStation Network <laughs> recently opened it up so that you could change your name, or they're going to do it soon. Not sure what, but you can change your name on PlayStation Network, and I think mine might be Leather Daddy Charizard. I think that's a good call. I could be pregnant, Pikachu, you could be that. Our whole group can do like a theme, which is uh, all horrifying Pokemon adjacent and we'll all And we'll all be Jeff. Uh, BF18M said some very hurtful things about my family. Should I, 18M, still invite him for Christmas dinner? I came out to my mom and Das recently, and I introduced both to my BF of a year. 
it went surprisingly well. Before I introduced them, everything my BF knew about my parents was for me. I love my parents, but I told him... But a lot, I told him, wasn't positive because I was venting a lot to him about them. Only because I was seeing him being happy with his mom and he's out to hear and introduced me from day one. I was a bit jealous of him having all that and having a stable middle-class upbringing. My parents are heavy smokers, a little bit vulgar, and both work basic jobs and they can be extra. Bunch of snaps on extra. I love them though, and I have never really met any insult towards them. So when I asked him later on what he thought of meeting my parents, finally he said he's glad that I'm nothing like them and they seem like proper chavs. <laughs> uh, chav is some uh, Brit slang for like low class, you know, kind of like. Kind of like... Um, like a hoodlum, like a hooligan. I was going to say like Jersey Shore in the U.S. Yeah, that's. I think that's a pretty good comparison. Yeah, but like, it's, it's more like kind of down class, like, you know, they got the fucking cockney accent and they're going to come threaten to shank you unless they, you know, you give them your, your uh, I don't know, whatever the British call a wallet. You know, chavs. All right. Also good on you. Also good on you with this question because this, this is the Britishest shit yeah. ever. Yeah. Oh, God. It's British as hell. I was insulted because he made very clear that he wouldn't be dating me if I was like them. He only backtracked after I told him that what he said wasn't okay because they were friendly to him. Now, I have invited him for Christmas dinner and my parents invited him too. I thought, wonderful at first, but I'm uncomfortable by it now if he thinks my parents thinks of my parents in a bad way. We aren't rich or anything, and my parents and the rest of my family can be a whole bunch, especially during Christmas. However, if I invite him, he can see for himself that whatever he thinks of my parents isn't true, and it might make the relationship with him better, too. TLDR. BF of a year insulted my family. I am hesitant of inviting him over for Christmas dinner because of how he will view the rest of my family. Should I yell him he isn't welcome? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that it was posted by princess tyler the turd dear god I've never really met any insult toward them can be a whole bunch oh god there's another one there's there's a lot of stuff uncomfortable oh, by it I don't know if these are typos or if this is just some weird kind of British talk, but a lot of those I was very confused. You're being very classist <laughs> right now, Donovan. Not classed American-centric. <laughs> okay, so, all right, here's where we are. You got a partner and another partner, because that's how partners work. Unless you're polyamorous, and then you got a partner and another partner and okay. another partner and another partner and another <laughs> partner. Um, but, uh, so you've got two partners, and the one is like, um, your family sucks, and I'm glad you aren't like them. Mm. That's hurtful. Ah, that's not that's not the whole story, though, man. Because my read of this was, she is venting to him about her family, because she's got mm, a lot mm, of issues mm, with mm, family. Mm, 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 mm. There are no. no she's in this story. Oh, both guys. My bad. 
So he, the, the one with the parents we're talking about here, he's telling to his partner, he's, uh, you know, he, he's venting to him. So he's not going to hear all of these positive things about the family. That's kind of the risk of venting to somebody. If it's, you know, somebody in your life that they're going to meet, especially your, your family, because then you're portraying kind of a bad picture of them. But at the same time, it's helpful to vent. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I don't think you should be so much insulted by that when it's it's a little bit on you because you have been you've been venting about it. He's been there to sympathize with you. And I think that's all he's trying to do. I don't think he's you know trying to be an asshole towards your family or try to talk down to you or anything. I, I felt like that was just kind of a jab, uh, but like an affectionate sort of jab, like, hey, yeah, at least you're not like those parents here that you always talk about who, you know, sound mm. really, really terrible. But again, if you, if you do love your family and you want him to meet them, you got to be a little bit careful about that venting. Because as I said, you're, you're painting this very negative portrayal of them. And now it's kind of made a whole, just a bad mix up here about that. So I think if you do want him to meet them, um, you need to you need to bring that up. Kind of be like, hey, I know that I, I've just been saying these bad things because I'm venting about them. I do care about my family, and I would like you to meet them. You know, they're not as bad as I've as I've been saying, and I, I think he'll understand that. But I don't think this was just him coming out of nowhere, like, yeah, your family, fucking low class pieces of shit, fucker. <laughs> I feel you bad. feel me there. I don't. I, do I don't think bad. this. I don't think this came from a bad place. I think it came from a place where he didn't have a full appreciation for your family. And the fact that he backtracked after you told him, the quote is, he only backtracked after I told him that what he said wasn't okay because they were friendly to him. Um, You know, maybe he forgets himself in these moments. Maybe he is in a place where... Uh, he can be fairly judgmental about other people. And, uh, you know, I can't say I'm not guilty of that. Um, no, and especially not if your partner's reinforcing it yes, and, like, yes. agreeing with them. But it's one thing to be, you know, your parents' kids saying that, and it's a whole different thing for your friend to say that. Like, I know there's that difference there. But again, he's not coming with this out of nowhere. So also him backtracking is good too because it sounds like oh he recognizes that he overstepped the line a little bit there, and uh, you know it's not like he's doubling down and like fuck them and all that. So I I think you do introduce him, just talk to him about it first, let him know you do care about it. Them they have all these issues, but that's just you venting. But you do want him to meet them. They're not such bad people, and I don't think he's going to be shitty about it. It sounds like you know as, it, this isn't coming out of nowhere. This isn't him being a yeah. shitty person. Remind him to be on his best behavior for Christmas dinner. Be like, these are my family. I care about them. Yes, I may have some complaints about them. Yes, you might be happy that I'm not like them. But these are my family, and I I want you to care about them. That's, that's very true, too. Because it's one thing just kind of making a jab at them because you think that's okay because your partner has versus you go with him to meet his family. And then you're saying the shit there and like, right, <laughs> you know, my fucking boyfriend, remember how you were saying this? Obviously that's not cool and it's going to make him look bad and it's going to make you look bad. So I think, I think you do definitely talk to him and be like, that stuff was between us. You know, I love these things about them. Just, just be cool to him. We can talk about it afterwards. Just but be cool. It's he, Christmas. 
Yeah. And uh, cool. listen, I'm gonna want to talk shit too. <laughs> that's where yeah. that's where you come at it with, because I mean, if you're talking shit about them other times of the year, Christmas is like fucking ramped up, <laughs> wanting to talk shit about your family. Oh yeah, you're gonna want to do that. So just you know, give me a little space, give me a little time to be with the family. I want to introduce you to them because you're important to me. Um, just be cool for a minute, and I'll let you know when we can talk shit. And I think most people are going to recognize um, those situations, too, where you got to act a certain way around them, even though you feel this certain way. I think a lot of people have that, you know, with family or extended family. So I don't think he's going to be like, what the fuck? Like, but you've been talking all this. I think he'll understand. I think he'll be fine. Just have the talk with him. Just have the talk. Have the talk. Don't call my dad a chav. Have the talk. <laughs> That's going my on. mom's not a fucking tosser. That's go- that's going on the the Radio Free Tote Bag musical as well. Yeah, there we go. Maybe we can cobble together a Christmas album. Once I have a full hour of this material, I'm going to do a super cut of all the times we sang on the show. I'm up for that. I think that'll be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. It's very exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck out there, you, uh, you fucking Brit. And uh, here's another here's another kind of uncomfortable boyfriend situation. It's uh, I feel uncomfortable with my 28F boyfriend 30M playing drums in our apartment. Mm. I live in a high rise apartment with my boyfriend Jim. Jim. He, <laughs> I don't know why that was funny to me. There's the, in uh, Pulp Fiction when uh, uh, Christopher Walken is talking to young Bruce Willis. He says uh, something about, God, I wish I could remember the exact quote, but he says, oh. If it had been me, I made it. Major Coolidge, you'd be talking right now to my son, Jim. (laughs) All right. Little little filmography aside. Yeah. So I'm in this high-res apartment with my boyfriend, Jim. He works away on two-week-on, two-week-off rotations. Jim is a musician. Previously, when he was home, he'd play some acoustic guitar in our apartment and go to a friend's place or jam space to play louder and heavier stuff like his electric guitar, bass, and drums. Since Jim contributes more financially, and because I work from home, I do most of the household stuff and take care of our dogs' walks, medication, meals, etc. Previously, Jim would tidy up after himself, but not contribute to any cleaning laundry, dishes, vacuuming, etc. This was fine. Recently, however, Jim purchased an electric drum kit and various recording gear. Since, whenever he is off work, he spends all day, literally 10 to 13 hours, playing, recording, and mixing music in our bedroom, living room, and my office, this has created a number of issues that I don't know how to deal with, and I'd really appreciate some perspective. And uh, she's got a little list here of uh, reasons this drum playing at home is bad. Number one, we can't afford it. The purchase was impulsive, expensive, and he made it without consulting me. We live together, share finances, have an agreement to discuss purchases over a few hundred dollars. However, now that he isn't doing anything but getting high and making music, he is spending less money in general. Two, my workflow is toast. Even if Jim is playing with headphones, the guitar and drums are loud. Plus, he prefers to work on his music without me there. So I'm either super distracted or working from a coffee shop, 
both of which are affecting my productivity. Three, our home is a disaster. Jim has gone from contributing a little at home to doing absolutely nothing. Our house isn't just messy, it's dirty. He leaves dirty dishes and garbage everywhere. He spilled whole cups of coffee on the carpet and left it for later, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which never comes. I'm trying not to be his mother or his maid, but just leaving everything is super stressful, too. Also, he forgets to feed, walk, and medicate our dogs when I'm out of the house, so I have to be back and forth. Number four, it's disrespectful to our neighbors. We share a small space and live in close quarters to many people. There is virtually no soundproofing. I've talked to him about how I feel this isn't respectful to our neighbors, but he insists it isn't a big deal because it's only for a couple weeks a month. Our neighbors have started complaining in our neighborhood Facebook group, which probably means we'll have some sound violations and fines coming in the mail, too. I'm starting to feel really overwhelmed with all of this, and I don't know what to do. I can see how happy this makes him, and I don't know if I'm justified doing anything. TLDR, boyfriend bought an electric drum kit and spends all his waking hours playing in our apartment. I'm stressed, our neighbors are annoyed, I don't know what to do. And that was posted by Disc2. Oh, hey. Can I can I make a little comment here Please while do. I was laughing in the Please recording? Do. Okay. He spilled whole cups of coffee on the carpet and left it for later. I was like, oh yeah, like he <laughs> he's gonna go back and suck the copy out of the carpet. <laughs> like he's just saving it for later. Nah, that fucking cracked me up. That's pretty funny. Um so here's where it really is. His passion for music is an inconvenience to you. And let me tell you, as as somebody who spent, you know, literally 10 to 13 hours a day practicing a musical craft, it's a fucking inconvenience to him too. <laughs> uh, but it's a passion, and it's something that I think, you know, if he's if he's really invested in this, he's going to put in 10 to 13 hour days, for a time and then come back to reality. Here's hoping. Um, like right now he's in a situation where he's deep in his passions and he's really putting in the time and you know, he'll, he'll probably come back. Like I understand, I understand the impulsive purchase and that it was expensive and then he made it without consulting you. That sucks. Uh, the fact that your workflow is toast sucks. The fact that your home is a disaster sucks. And the fact that it's disrespectful to neighbors sucks. These things are very difficult to deal with. Um, but I don't think it's permanent. I don't know, man. I, I appreciate that perspective and her, um, her being understanding about this, knowing that it means a lot to him and supporting it. But he's definitely crossing the line in a few areas. The, especially the not contributing around the house that's just being a shitty partner and um, disrespectful to your neighbors I mean I don't know maybe there's some things you can do about that but if it's getting to the point where you're getting fines and sound violations like he's also putting that upon you and that's kind of uncool like he needs to you need to have this conversation one he just needs to be pulling his fucking weight in the house I don't I think you're completely in the right there I don't think there's um I don't think this gives him justification not to pull his weight. Um, but you need to come, you got to come to a compromise for the other stuff, whether it's in terms of, you know, you working at the coffee shop a little bit more, but then him, you know, putting up some, uh, 
some like sound foam on the walls yeah. or maybe, you know, you guys find a practice space for him somewhere else um, uh, that he can use instead of, instead of doing this right at the house, especially if you're getting fines and stuff. Yeah. And then on the impulsive purchase, I mean, I don't know. You mentioned that he hasn't been spending a whole lot of money in general. I think that is kind of shitty of him not to say anything to you because you share finances and that is a big purchase. And I would let him know that bothers you. Um, but I don't know. It sounds like that one's not the biggest deal to you. But I, that, I think he I think he is very much in the zone on this, and I think that's making him kind of thoughtless, and he is definitely being shitty in some of these areas. That was my um, justification for a World of Warcraft prescri- uh, subscription for a long time. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm spending, not going to be going out. Exactly. I'm spending 15 bucks a month on this, but what else could I be spending 15 bucks a month doing in the same amount of time? Yeah. Spending yeah. much more. <laughs> no, it's true, and it it is a fair you know it is a fair trade off there for to some extent, um, but again, it, it, there's also there's a difference between like a big purchase you should say something to your partner, versus like you're going out to get dinner you, you know you wouldn't bring that up with them that's that's the fact that it's this big purchase here I I think he should have said something to you about that yeah as far as your workflow um. You gotta find a way to make it work. Uh, so he's playing with headphones, right? But the guitar and drums yeah. are loud. You gotta make them guitar and drums just a little quieter during work hours. No, yeah. Or do the things like put up the foam, or maybe you've got some sort of uh, pad you can put on there to make it a little bit less loud when the sticks are smacking. And then maybe for your side, you know, to let him know you're supporting him, maybe you get some earplugs. Or be like me, get these in-ear headphones and play white noise. I put those on when I'm working. I can't hear fucking anything. You know, somebody could break into my house and murder me and I wouldn't even notice. Yeah. Highly recommend dude. I'm somebody incredibly bothered by noises, distractible, especially at nighttime. Uh, those earplug headphones are a fucking lifesaver. Hell yeah. Uh, in terms of disrespect for the neighbors, we don't know a hundred percent for sure that we're getting fines yet. Uh, I'd say cross that bridge when you get to it. Um, and as far as being respectful of the neighbors, uh, there's a line from a song called Love in Motion by Sebastian uh, that goes something like, We don't give a damn about the neighbors. <laughs> and of course, yeah, that relates man. to fuck noises. But, uh, you know, if if nobody has come fucking rapping at your chamber door asking about how, what's up with the fucking black? then yeah. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Instead, they're just going passive-aggressive in the Facebook group. Fuck them. Keep yeah. rocking in the free apartment, uh, <laughs> you know, in, until it comes down to it. Yeah. But I don't know. If you like your neighbors and shit, don't be, you know, maybe try to tone it down. If they talk to you, I think the any sort of soundproofing you can do is going to be helpful in that regard. So, mm-hmm. or the, the space, man. She said he was using a practice space before. Part of this, the fact that he's just getting high and doing this at home all the time, like that's kind of good on one hand, but on the other hand, I don't know. This sounds a little depression-y. Mm, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You feel me? Like it's good that he, he's putting the effort and he's not just sitting there smoking and doing jack shit all day, but also like it sounds like he's just home all the fucking time doing this stuff. And I don't know. I, I think I think finding a practice space would be good if you're putting this much time into it. Like that's a worthwhile fucking investment. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, go get go get some sort of studio or something going. 
But again, talk to him about this. Offer him the concessions in the form of, you know, I'll work at the coffee house and get earphones and stuff. You know, let him know that you support this passion of his. You're glad he's putting the time into it. But he just needs to be more considerate. And also, just fucking clean up the house. Feed the goddamn dogs, you jackass. Goddamn. Yeah. Really That's gotta really put, shitty. He's really got to put the time in on the house. Yeah. Um, take. And, man, I am consistently surprised by how fast a thing that I thought was insurmountable will clean up or fix up or, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. These are just little, little daily chores. This isn't going to interrupt this stuff. You know, yeah. I get that you get in the zone and you want to keep focusing on things, but you know, you can take five seconds to medicate your fucking dogs. Yeah. He'll get there. Hey, um, know. Donovan. What's that? We did it. We're here. We made it to the fucking end of the fucking show. Woo! Another we that's fucking a, did. That's another one in the can, and I'm very proud. I'm very proud of it. I am too, dude. We talked music. We talked cat penis. Can we I talked uh, shitty chav English parents who maybe aren't <laughs> so shitty? Can I? Uh, can I just uh, close on? Uh, I got another poem. I found another poem in the Google Docs, Donovan. Oh, fucking hit us. It's a little longer. Okay, so here it comes. The title is Us. I won't say that you complete me. You knew that already. I was my own person before we met. At the first, you were reluctant. One night you asked me, do you want to be mine? Because I'd really rather you be yours. To be owned is to be controlled. We lay together and we tremble. The power of the moment is overwhelming. I am in a moment rendered helpless. I can't muster a cogent thought, and I like it. Fuck, I have a lot of emotion I'd like to get out. Okay, thanks. (laughs) I like these feelings. The flutter of excitement, the grip of jealousy, the burning of passion, the weight of longing. I take the good with the bad and I keep running. I run with you. The path we travel is long, and we can't wait to see the end. We're sprinting in a distance race. Maybe the pace won't last, but the high is intoxicating. Damn, partner. Did you share these with your uh, with your SO at the time? Or was this I, all just personal? As of June 9th, 2012, I did not have an SO, as I recall. Interesting. Yeah. These were... Both of these were related to the same relationship. Uh, probably the most significant of my adult life um, up to that point. And, you know. But it's post-breakup? Yeah, post-breakup. I get you. Sad stuff. That is. And, uh... I don't know. I, I, I know that feeling, too. Where you're like... The intensity is of this is good. You feel so strongly towards somebody, but at the same time, you're like, I don't want to be compromised as a person here. You know what I mean? It's a little yeah. scary to be in a relationship where you, you feel that that other person is necessary to your existence. I, uh, uh, it's intense. I think I think people can relate to that too. I think everybody's been there. I hope uh, I hope everybody has enjoyed uh, that trip to the poetry corner, which is totally a ripoff of the podcast Wonderful on Maximum Fun, hosted by Griffin and Rachel McElroy. Uh, it's a free plug for them. Go watch that show. You will get happy tears. Yeah. Maybe watch, listen. 
We got the uh, we got the Wikipedia shelf. We got the poetry corner, and we got the pet penis pantry. <laughs> That's our new segment. <laughs> and uh, this is Radio Free Talk. <laughs> intro music is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere, and you can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find at, I don't think the Hayfellows.com is up anymore, actually. But you can Damn. find them at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows. Or on Spotify, they're the Hayfellows. And by the way, I'm a fucking idiot. Hayfellows is not one word, as I've been saying for so many podcasts. It's two words. So if you looked them up and you couldn't find them, uh, that's on me, because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Space Fellows. And you'll hey, find space. them. Hey, Space I, Fellows. It's been... I apologize to the Space Fellows. <laughs> hey, Space Fellows. It's been really great to have you with us. And um, I just want to... I just want to take a moment and feel the weight of gratitude as we sign off this week. Because I love you guys. And I love this show. And I love doing it. And I love being here with you. And I'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. Don't trip on the cat penis on the way out. Ha <laughs> ha!